and welcome back to Opera Offstage. I'm Jesse, And I'm Michelle. And today, Michelle and I are going to talk a little bit about a movie we've never seen. <laughs> Our completely oh. honest, unbiased review. Yeah, unbiased by seeing the film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also, um, thank you guys so much for all... Uh, all the interaction with our Halloween episode. That was so sweet. And actually, I had someone send me a little message after. Ooh. Because I had asked the question in last week's episode, what do you? What kind of drink do you give to the man you've asked <laughs> to pretend to be your murdered husband? Oh, my gosh. And if you want context for that, you should go listen to Mich- Michelle's story about the Soprano Slayer. It's very good. It's pretty funny. It is. And... But one of our good friends of the podcast wrote to me and she goes, what do you mean? It's a Bloody Mary. You give them a Bloody Mary. Uh, and she's so right. I can't believe I didn't think of it. Uh, so I just had to I had to share that little tidbit from last week. Ah, that's so good. I love that. That's too funny. But if you're anywhere on like musical theater, social media, TikTok, Instagram, whatever, you've seen so many memes about... Dear Evan Hansen, the film. I know a lot of musical theater TikTok has now moved on to talking about Ariana Grande in the new Wicked movie, but we're, we haven't gotten to talk about Dear Evan Hansen and I need to talk about it. (laughs) It's true. The musical theater community moves fast, but we're still stuck on Dear Evan Hansen. What can we say? In true operatic fashion, we are behind the curve. So if you haven't heard about Dear Evan Hansen or you're not on the musical theater side of things, all you really need to know is that Ben Platt is now 28, I think, but was 26 and was playing a 16-year-old in a movie. And does not look it. From a role from a role that he premiered. Oh, no. He does, he does not look 16. My man doesn't even look 20, like in his 20s, <laughs> no. to be honest. And- it was, it was so bad when you saw it. It's truly like that meme of Steve Buscemi, the uh, yeah, hello yes. fellow kids. Yes, yes, that's the exact <laughs> same vibe, except for he honestly looked younger and more believable. It's truly shocking. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah, the, the thing about that is like, that's a joke from 30 Rock and Ben Platt was not trying to be a joke. Nope. Um, and there were a lot of issues with like the casting of Ben Platt a lot of accusations of like nepotism and like a lot of just criticism of the storyline of Dear Evan Hansen in general as well because uh, Dear Evan Hansen kind of gets away with some really awful stuff in the show even I didn't really know Um, but definitely the biggest issue and the most glaring one was the casting of a 26 year old as a 16 year old which they then decided to try and fix with CGI the limited release CGI I hadn't seen any of it, and Michelle was, like, trying to show me stuff, and I pulled one up where it kind of looked like they had smoothed out some of the wrinkles and stuff, and I was like, oh, is it this? And then Michelle picks up, <laughs> like, finds the picture of the CGI de-aged version, a la, you know, like, the Irishman, essentially, and you're just like, he looks like he's 10. I know. They, they went too far. <laughs> it's like they stuck a 10-year-old's head on top. I haven't seen anything that, like, personally offends me that much since... I finally watched uh, Captain America, where they put uh, Chris Evans' head on another child, but it's still his, like, fully 30-year-old face. Yeah, it's so true. It really just shows you that whoever was working on this movie actually has never seen a teenager, 
because we went from like a person who looks like they're in their 30s to like a solid prepubescent 11 year old and you're like wait what (laughs) we've gone too far well there was also when i saw that they had cast like amy adams who despite being older than him like does look still very young yeah as his mom yes or sister i don't remember I haven't seen that. I'm going to out myself as how little I know about this. I don't care what they cast her as. It was still weird. Oh, I think they cast her as the dead guy's mom. Anyway, point being, it was a really funny thing to see juxtaposed. And like most of the people who were cast into main roles were in their 20s. But I think the rest of the extras are just children. Yeah, it's just so funny because it's... Which makes it worse. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, if if they... I mean, the whole conversation around it too is like... (laughs) You know, casting older actors as young teenage roles is no is no uh, strange thing to happen in Hollywood. Everybody was bringing up Grease and being like, who the heck thought that we could cast these <laughs> people not- as teenagers? Like, you have The Breakfast Club. Like, you know what I mean? It's just all of the, the casting is very questionable. Wow. I, you know what? I would say the, the Breakfast Club definitely pulls it off better than Grease. But now that I think about Grease, it really is just a bunch of 30-year-olds. I know. <laughs> Once again. Oh, <laughs> I have never seen a teenager so... before. <laughs> what what is a teen? What's a teen look like? It's it's honestly the skipping of both the the teens and the twenties. Though you go from being eleven to thirty, and there's no in between. <laughs> Just two decades gone. Yeah. Well, it was also funny because it didn't really look like they did much for his face, but I didn't realize they did this. Um, but they did put a wig on him. And I don't know how that was supposed to help. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I think I think once you have to start doing significant de-aging CGI, we've entered the Sonic the Hedgehog problem. Like <laughs> we have simply gone too far. Yeah. Well, and I also just show, think it shows the disconnect between like musical theater people and film people. Yes. Because the thing is, like, you really can pull off. Because I think when Ben Platt did the actual role on stage, he was, like, 23. Yes. He was also not a teen. And you definitely can get away with a lot more of that. I mean, they still cast teens. Or not teens. They still cast people in their 20s as teens on Broadway. Like, they're... Sure. Nothing new. You really can't pull that off on any genre where you're going to be really up close with someone's face. Yeah. Which is the entirety of film. Yep. So, and, you know, it's just, like, comparatively, you just can get a lot away with a lot more age-stretching on stage than you can on film. Yeah, it's not as um, as intimate. You're not seeing everybody's little wrinkles and everything. Oh, yeah. I mean, also, it's always hilarious, the actual, like, reverse of that, where in high school, there's just a bunch of kids running around with drawn-on wrinkles. Oh, yeah. And the, like, white spray paint in the hair. That was always my favorite part. And they always put on, like, the old man voice as if, if you, when you age, you are automatically given, like, some reason a voice that sounds like crinkled wrapping paper. Yeah. But you do that even though you're playing, like, a 40-year-old character and you, you and limp. they still do it. <laughs> yeah. And you kind of hunch over as if that's a yeah. 40-year-old's walk. Yeah. Like, at 40, you are done. <laughs> you, Your you body have... has rapidly deteriorated. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. But I, I mean... I guess the funny thing about watching the discussion around Dear Evan Hansen, around casting a late 20s guy as a 16-year-old, is that's literally what opera does. But worse. But so much worse. Except for it's actually like a 45-year-old playing (laughs) a 16-year-old. So 
No, I remember when we were watching Falstaff, I was like, this full on probably like a little older than like 20, a little older than I am now playing like a 15 year old. Oh, yeah. And it was funny because like normally we just don't get at that up close and personal with with people. But when once again, once something's filmed, you really have to get in close. Yeah. Well, what about Anna Netrebko playing uh, Tatiana and Eugene Onegin? Like a, oh, yeah. a young girl experiencing love for the first time. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> A young woman experiencing love for the first time at the age of 37. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, it applies to all of them across the board. Like, Susanna. I always say Susanna. Susanna. There we go. Embrace your your southern roots, Southern Jessie. heritage. Yeah. <laughs> this is right in your backyard. Susanna is 18, but I don't think you will ever see someone under 30 playing Susanna. There's no way. Not with an orchestra that large. Honestly, under 35. Even even 30. Oh, not to mention Little Bad. Every time I talk about this, I forget about Little Bad and the fact that he's supposed to be like a kid. Yeah. Because he's definitely played by a full-grown man. Oh, absolutely. Susanna is one of those operas where everybody's running older because mm-hmm. there's just not a single person in <laughs> any cast under 35 who can compete with the freaking orchestration of that opera there's just no way oh no not not a single chance that opera is way too thick immediately all i could think about you know how they're like children's versions of musicals yeah like Susical jr and all of that it's like oh my you, god imagine wait Susanna jr <laughs> okay but why was Susical like the first production i've ever been in, in my whole life <laughs> was it really yeah <laughs> Susical was the first thing I was ever in. I think the first thing I remember being in that had like an actual name was Peter Pan. Incredible. I played two different Lost Boys. <laughs> you were so lost you became two. <laughs> yeah. I was Toodles. And then I had to cover for somebody else who got sick. But we had like no boys in our theater. So, <laughs> you know, you do what you gotta do. Okay, so wait, rewind. What was your point about bringing in my past in Susical? Oh, no, I was just saying, like, I was just laughing about the idea of, like, operas adapted for children. (laughs) That's all. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the funny thing. It's like, we don't even do that. We do children's opera where we pull the melodies of famous arias and then, like, completely rewrite them. Oh, yeah. Well, not to mention that, like, people like to perform uh, Cunning Little Vixen all the time. Like, it's a children's show. Not even close. And same with Hansel and Gretel, really. Hansel and Gretel is dark in the opera. Oh, yeah. Like, it is not something you would really want to take to your kids. Not at all. No. But yeah, in in Cunning Little Vixen, they're always like, oh, look, fun animal costumes. And it's like, um... It's a dark, depressing story about coming to, like, coming to terms with aging. Mm -hmm. (laughs) With being essentially past your prime. Yep. But they are cute animal costumes. No argument there. Um... (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, pretty much all the youngest roles in opera are are played by people in their 30s. Yep, you got the Enas. Like, you may have some, like, young artist people playing playing them, but even those people are 25, 26. The Enas, the Pamina, Despina. Rosina. Zerlina. And not only that, like, Cosi Fantute explicitly says that the girls are 15. Yo, find me a freaking Fiordaligi that's younger than 35. <laughs> yeah, somewhere on America's Got Talent is some 15-year-old killing Fiordaligi's aria. Goodbye. I do not know them. <laughs> also pretty much the same with any like big sings like you're never gonna see a kid sing wagner no none of the big operas all the verdi 
Yeah. Strauss, Verdi, Wagner. I will say, though, like, conversely, you have mezzos and basses who I've rarely ever seen their characters played by someone the actual age of their character. I have seen so many, like, 20-something-year-old basses in old age makeup. I know. That's so true. That's so, so true. Uh, throwback to <laughs> to when Michelle did Don Giovanni and her father was, is what, like, 35. Six years older than you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so true. Yeah. But it's also just, it. well, I don't know. Bases are unique in that they really are either, like, 25 trying to be somebody who's, like, 50 or they, like, are 60 and you just have an ancient base up on the stage. Oh, my gosh. Because <laughs> those definitely exist, too. That is for sure true. And then, and then you have that freaking, like, two seconds... Solid two seconds in between their vibrato. Just wobble central. Your your whole body is shaken. <sighs> yeah, I love it. Honestly, kind of prefer it. It really entertains me. Yeah, but it fits the role. It's, it, is, it is the operatic version of that voice that I talked about the teenagers putting on. Yep, exactly. Except for the accurate one. <laughs> I I really do kind of wonder if... I mean, there are so many issues in opera and why people aren't taken in by opera. But I do sometimes wonder if the age gap in uh, on the operatic stage is kind of a part of the reason that people struggle even more than they do with musical theater with, like, kind of mentally getting into opera. Yeah. Like, the full lack of dialogue, the gigantic age gaps. Because I, I can't lie, even as a person who loves stage you know, shows and is fully fine watching a 20-year-old play a 16-year-old on a stage. I'm Like, I still laugh sometimes when I see operas where a 35-year-old and a Trebko is playing, like, a 16-year-old. Well, yeah, and I mean, absolutely no shade to the queen of my life, but even, like, Diana Damrau playing Juliet. I thought you were... Hold on. I thought you were referring to Anna Trepko <laughs> as the queen of your life. And I was like, why Why are you trying to break up this podcast right now? Imagine, why are you trying? I was getting, I was kind of mad. Imagine I just have, have been holding this deep, dark secret this entire time. Um, no. Michelle is deeply in love with Anna Trepko. And she's just like, she's just been fuming on my, my like, distaste for her i've just been holding my tongue this whole time no the queen of my life and the queen of the night diana damrau um being juliet even though i really it's not there's literally no shade at all because she played that as literally as human you (laughs) humanly (laughs) youthful as one possibly could at her age like she's maybe the one person who i'm like yeah sure like, 13-year-old. Oh, gosh. And you know what else? Different watch party. Zalame. How how old is Zalame? She get, she's a teen, right? Yeah. She's like a young daughter. She's probably like 15 or 16, too. Top. <laughs> I, it, I, when I tried to type in, like, the age of Zalame or, like, what she canonically is, uh, it pulled up uh, the True Blood fandom. And she's like, she's 2,000 years old. And I was like, well, that can't be right. <laughs> <laughs> that can't possibly be correct. <laughs> Well, according to the Bible. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I don't know that it's going to give her a specific age, but she's, I mean, she's young. Yeah, she's a young girl. Because that whole show is about her sexual awakening, essentially. But, I mean, Um, to go back, I do agree that that's probably a part 
that's kind of difficult for people to get over who are not used to kind of the age difference in casting um, because the other thing is like the age of the people always has to do so much with the plot like they always have to tell you that like these people are like young like 50 million times throughout the entire show but you're like looking at 40 year olds and you're like oh yeah eh? well I sat here and I I just talked about I didn't even mention Hansel and Gretel where they are canonically very young children like and those roles children. are once again entirely written for adults yep we love to see it oh my gosh yeah i didn't even think about that one that's gotta be by far the like one of the worst age gaps in opera yeah (laughs) actual children and and i gotta say too like i i did see hansel and gretel and it was great but also like it was my friends too which i think made it even worse but like there is something very funny about watching these people who were like 24 25 and pretending to be six (laughs) watching it you're just kind of like it's like when you watch youtubers try to connect with teens sometimes you know like people who started youtubing oh no like when they were in high school oh no that just (laughs) sent a shiver down my spine (laughs) those people who started youtubing like when they were in high school but now they're like 28 29 30 and they're still talking about high school even though they haven't been in it yep that's the feeling Yikes! Yikes! Feeling like yeah, that's gross. Yeah, so I think that does kind of play a bit of a role in why people have maybe a little, a little harder time with, with even, uh, with opera even over musical theater. Although, like once again, that's not even. I think about all the time in like Hamilton, the fact that they don't just use a kid to play his son in that one scene. Oh, I know. When he's, I was like, this is once again a very strange choice for the sake of, I guess, triple casting that character. Mm-hmm. Just hire a kid to come on that stage for 10 seconds and sing some French numbers. Well, yeah, because you get actual kids on Broadway. Oh, yeah. Way more often than you get any kid in opera. You have, I mean, and you get still get kids in opera. Like, there are still people who definitely have um, young boy singers for the spirit roles in Magic Flute. Do they use kids in Turn of the Screw? I hate to say this, I really don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember if there were kids. Yeah. I mean, there are still canonically roles written. Oh, you know what other role kind of gives me this feeling? Even though age-wise this one is less bad. Billy Bud. Billy. How old is Billy Bud supposed to be? It's just the fact that he's supposed... I have no idea. That's a terrible question. (laughs) I'm out of practice. Okay, Billy Bud, age. 21. Sheesh. It's not, and that's less to do with the fact that, like, 21 is not that weird of an age. It's that it's almost played by someone and always played by someone in, like, their 40s. Nathan Gunn. <laughs> Rip. Yeah, I guess that's just the thing. Is like, it, it, like, the older they get, the older they'll push the age of the person playing them anyway. Yeah. But, you know, it, it wasn't always this way. It wasn't always this way. I've just I was looking up pictures of Billy Budd in operas, and I was about to send you a couple of the Billy Buds and be like, "Does this look like a twenty-one-year-old to you?" <laughs> this is what peak male performance looks like. <laughs> <laughs> this is the ideal male body. This is the ideal twenty-one-year-old. I I think we will have to actually gather some pictures for the Discord. Absolutely. Um. And everyone, I encourage you so much to go into the meme channel on the Discord and please 
post your photos of your favorite mismatched age opera. <laughs> Just post the age of the character and then the picture. <laughs> Sheesh. Because I would like to see them as well. Yeah. But yeah, I, and that's the thing is like the number one way we have of spreading opera really is filmed operas. And it kind of leads us to this point where we're in the same kind of problem that musical theater is. Or not musical theater, but musical theater transitioning to television and film again. And it's that like it doesn't hold up if you're zoomed in. Yeah. You know what show Sorry. actually like somewhat successfully pulled this off? Kind of in select casting which uh, is glee oh i would say half the people in that actually looked like oh, they maybe could be in like well more college than high school but that's yeah. one of the closer castings now that i think about it what a throwback i haven't thought about that show in years who is the first actor that you heard about where when you learned their actual age you were really thrown by it because for me it was the brother on hannah montana when we all collectively kind of found out that he was 30. he's He was 30? <laughs> Wait, like when we were kids, though? Yeah. So, like, he's, like, 40 now? Hold on. Let me pull up his actual age. Brother. There's no way. There's no <laughs> freaking way, Jesse. Did you actually not know that? Yeah, he's 44 now. <gasps> he was born in 1977. <gasps> There's no way. I'm so glad I got to be the person to tell you this. <laughs> Wait 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 wait. No. wait 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 the wait you say the brother in <laughs> Hannah Montana yeah the older brother with the long shaggy kind of hair there's no freaking way this man's 44 when the show began he was a 29 year old playing a 16 year old he's the youngest looking person I've ever seen in my life I know like it really oh, I broke- also apparently have not seen him since because now when I see him, a picture of him today, he does look like a man, but of such ambiguous age. Oh, that's very true. We've all met a man of ambiguous age. Like, if I were just to crop phrase. out his eyes, I'd be like, this man maybe looks like he's 30. He still has the eyes of a child. Yeah, no, like, I could look at him. Look at him. Look, <laughs> look at him. <laughs> yeah, looking at him now, he definitely looks, I mean, he doesn't look 44, but he does. He looks like an adult. Like you would, you you wouldn't card him always. You might. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I. It's hard. It's hard to come to terms with. Okay, well that destroyed me a little bit. So thank you for that. <laughs> I just I assumed you knew. <laughs> no, I was like, yeah. When we all collectively, <laughs> that was the best part. Was I was like, yeah. When every single person except Michelle that this man was thirty. <laughs> I hope some I I hope some of you listening. I hope this is your first time hearing that too. Yeah, it does make it weird though. Like, I think Miley Cyrus was probably like thirteen when she was doing that. Or the guy playing her brother was like twenty nine, twenty eight. That's whack. Today I learned. Yeah, but have you ever learned of like another like film actor or like TV actor who was either like way younger or way older than you thought they were? I mean, we've got also got people who were perpetually one age. Like, nobody can tell me Meryl Streep isn't just a singular age. <laughs> and she, like, she always looked like she, she was this age. And it doesn't matter how far before or after that age you go, she is. It's true. Like, when she was, like, 20, she looked a little bit older. But now she looks a little bit younger than she is. Like, it's meeting somewhere in the middle. It's true. Beyonce's pretty much permanently stuck at 25 looking. Even though she's like 40. And uh, what is it? J-Lo? J-Lo's had a ton of work done, though. 
about to say. She looks great. Well, there are some on this list. I was pulling up a list of like how old are certain people. Um, and there are a couple, I guess. There's no one, like I said, there's no one as jarring as that very specific example I gave ruining Michelle's whole day. <laughs> <laughs> Yet again. <laughs> Not as bad as the alien thing in the last episode, though. Why are you going to bring that up? Why are you going to bring that up in this episode? Why are you going to do that? How dare you? Pharrell Williams is 44. Oh, wow. But yeah, I don't see I don't see any that are like, as shocking as, as that was. All that is to say is that like the age gap in opera, I think, is much harder to deal with. And I think, I, th- I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because we have so much film now and everything. But like, I don't think we as a society have the temperament to pretend that a a 50 year old is 25 anymore <laughs> yeah so i think it is like an interesting quandary for opera moving forward which isn't to say like i i don't think it really matters if you play someone older or younger than you are as long as it's believable had uh ben platt had that perpetually young look that the brother from hannah montana had it probably wouldn't have mattered mm-hmm. um but no he looks he looks 28 <laughs> yeah there's nothing wrong with that no. Well, all I'm saying is, like, I don't think this is, like, a, an ethical dilemma, necessarily. Uh, no. It's in terms just, of, like, uh... you playing someone younger or older. Like, I don't think anybody's running into high schools yelling at kids being like, you can't play a 30-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> I-, I think the real, any real issue with aging up has more to do the reasons you have someone change age. Like, I had a lot of friends growing up who were either people of color or were fat men and women. And they were always playing older characters because our perception of people who are large and people of color is like is always that they're more mature. So strange. That they're older than they are. It is, but it's a very real thing. Mm-hmm. Like everyone everyone has, has a friend who got mama cast and was the mom in every single show. Yep. Women definitely age out of opera before men, though. Men have it so much easier in that regard. Oh, yeah. And, like, it's funny because people will be like, oh, well, it's, like, a hormone thing. You know, your voice changes or, like, the wobble or whatever. And I was like, I I remember seeing Placido Domingo when he transitioned to being a baritone because his voice couldn't do the tenor thing anymore. Yeah, exactly. And, like, nobody told him to stop. Couldn't do the tenor thing anymore. <laughs> couldn't do the tenor thing anymore. I don't know how else to describe a man changing voice parts. That was a great... That was, that was it. <laughs> You literally summarized it perfectly. <laughs> I just can't do this tenor thing anymore. No, but like I I see, you don't see older women that much in opera, which is hilarious. Nope. Like, like women in Hollywood, there is this very strange finite window for women in opera. Yep. And it's funny because like, conversely, you do see men, you see older men still getting put into like, it's not an ingenue if you're a man, is it? Uh, these romantic leads. Yeah. Where they're like, once again, 50 playing 20. Once again, Eugene Onegin. <laughs> <laughs> Every day and forever. I'm so sorry I literally use Eugene Onegin as the example for literally any scenario, but it just works. What can I say? <laughs> as long as she's not literally your queen, it's fine. Ooh. As long Yikes. as it's not about Anna Trek. <laughs> I don't know her. Um. <laughs> I'm, I mean, there are a lot of good reasons why opera houses will choose older singers. You know, the, the very simple thing of, like, it minimizes vocal damage. You don't want people singing bigger before they're ready. Because, like, while your vocal cords, like, 
finish mostly physically developing by 21, there's still a lot of hormonal changes that happen to them, like, up until 30. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, just more training, more experience. Uh, which isn't to say that I think opera houses shouldn't hire younger singers. I definitely think that, you know, we all like to see there be more young artist positions, especially for characters that are canonically so young. Yeah. But... I don't think it's it's necessarily the biggest issue, but I do just find like comparatively the way people have reacted to the age gap in Ev- Dear Evan Hansen, and we're all laughing about it, <laughs> and Opera is over here just like doing the side eye, being like, "Oh yeah, that's funny." <laughs> Couldn't be me. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't be me. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, so anyway, guys. Uh, thank you for hanging out and letting me talk about a movie I haven't seen. And <laughs> please go to our Discord and or just on Instagram, whatever. Send us your favorite photos of like mismatched age operas. They kill me. We'll be posting some in the Discord and having a good time with that. You can find us and our Discord at Opera Offstage. You can go to the link in our Instagram bio uh, at Opera Offstage also for Twitter and then We are also on Facebook, and we've got a website, opera-offstage.com, so you can contact us through any of those. We're excited to be back, and we've got some really exciting stuff coming up. So hang out, follow us, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.